Hey, what's going on? This is the Fight Sites alternate commentary. I'm going to be doing an analytical commentary track for the Bellator main event uh, for the featherweight title. It's a featherweight Grand Prix final uh, between Patricio Pitbull and AJ McKee. Phenomenal fight, honestly. I'm very excited for it. We talked about the fight on the podcast uh, this week. I talked about Patricio Pitbull on Resume Review this week. Um, he's a fighter I believe is one of the top 20 greatest fighters of all time, not just you know for Bellator. Overall, his strength of competition has been excellent. Um, he's beat some of the best fighters in the world legitimately. Um, and his skill set is just unreal. Um, I really can't believe you know how clever and like athletic and physical and well-rounded and you know just well put together his game is. Like, I, I don't have enough nice things to say about Patricio Pitbull. He is older now, he's had a very long career. Um, he hasn't faded in the sense where he's, he's demonstrably worse as a fighter. He just, he's different. Um, he can't keep the same kind of volume he did before or he chooses not to basically, you know, the more exchanges you get in, the more <laughs> viable you are to get hit hard. Um, and when you're older, you can't afford that as much. So he's taken more of a, a wider karate stance, uh, limits exchanges better is very evasive with his footwork. He's very good at it. Um, walks people onto things more often, tries to get them covering distance more often. He's always had a good cross counter, um, he's, he's good on the lead. Uh, he can kick with you. He can counter your kicks. He can take you down. He can top game. You he can work well on bottom. He can do it all. Um, he's had trouble with length in the past. Um, like Daniel Strauss and Pat Curran implemented their length against him pretty well. Emmanuel Sanchez used his length pretty well against him. Uh, but you know, even if you're trying to keep it well in the end of your strikes, those counters really still come into play. And when he wants to go and lead and get through your guard and land hard, he'll do it. Um, you know, everything is subject to change with age, but that's been his game for a long time. He still looks very good to me, um, even if he's not quite in his prime. And I, I think it's a super tough matchup for AJ McKee. Uh, AJ McKee is a very good grappler himself. I think that's his, his strongest, uh, you know, the strongest part of his game, really, been grappling his whole life and wrestling his whole life. Um, you know, good on bottom, good on top, good, uh, pretty good wrestler. Um, not as good as his grappling, I would say. His striking is pretty raw, but he he knows how to commit to things. He knows how to leverage his gifts, uh, his length and, and his power and his speed. Um, but he, he is pretty messy on his feet. He leaves his arms hanging out there. He throws very long, even in the pocket, you know, a lot, a lot of leaning back. Uh, it's very frantic and chaotic. And I, I think he will be open to counters. I think he can grapple with Pitbull. I think he could probably take Pitbull down at some point. I don't see it being a consistent path to victory, but I think it could make an impact in some of these rounds. Um but yeah, I, I think he can have a competitive fight with Pitbull, but he can't stand for too long, I don't think. And if he does, he needs to be, you know, kicking on the outside, not being too eager to have exchanges with him, you know, being okay, giving up on an exchange and resetting and starting over. Because uh, the more boxing exchanges you have with Pitbull, the, the more likely he is you're going to get hit really hard. Uh, I think McKee's chin is good. He, I don't think it's been tested too much. He's been He's gotten a lot of guys out there quickly. It overwhelms them. He's aggressive. Uh, he's really physical. Uh, people have a hard time dealing with what he's got because you're never really safe with him. Um, it's going to be a test. It's going to be a test. He's undefeated, obviously. And, yeah, it would be, it'd be another great feather in, in Pitbull's cap. If he loses, um, you know, we'll see what happens. But if he loses, it might be due to some degree of decline, which maybe I'll be able to point out. Or maybe just McKee is that, that dangerous. And I don't think he's that good necessarily because I don't think it would have that would make sense for him to have this huge jump between his last fight and this fight where he's like this much better of a fighter, but he is good. Um, for sure. I, I respect him. Um, yeah, it's going to be awesome. So Patricio Pitbull is making his way into the cage right now. 
uh, if you are listening to this uh, in the podcast version, which can be most of you, just be aware that there's video uh, available on the fight site on Patreon. Uh, only $3 will get you access to all of our exclusive content. So $3 will get you well over 200 pieces of content. I think it's close to 200 pieces of content. Some of those co- pieces of content are multiple hours or, or over an hour. Um, so it's, it's hundreds of hours of content for only $3. A lot of stuff you haven't seen or heard. Um, really high level stuff. We have you know experts weighing in. We have you know interviews you haven't heard, podcasts you haven't listened to, breakdowns you haven't seen documentaries you haven't seen there's all sorts of stuff five dollar tier gets you into our discord server which is an awesome community that keeps getting better um and you know tiers above that are for content requests um new way to get content requests is we have our tapology uh fantasy league picks so we started doing them again this week and you can earn points towards content requests uh, by winning uh events by having the most uh, picks correct per event so check all that stuff out subscribe to the fights on patreon we're just incorporating more and more features as we go uh, to make it worthwhile for you guys. Uh, but that's the lifeblood of the site. If you want to support the site, that's the number one thing you can do. Uh, and we really appreciate it. And we also appreciate you not <laughs> canceling your subscription right in the beginning of every month because that hurts hurts to see those numbers drop. And then we have to build them back up over the month and they go down again. It's playing with my emotions. <laughs> so yeah, Patricio Pitbull, AJ McKee are going to fight very soon. Eight-year age difference, uh, four-inch height difference. Uh, very significant reach uh, disadvantage for Patricio Pitbull. But like I said, it's not new for him. He's very experienced. He's fought a lot of these long guys. And yeah, it gave him issues, but he's also gotten good at dealing with them. Uh, so that experience is going to help him out. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really hype. I'm really pumped for it. And um, I'm excited to see these uh, these announcements. Actually, I want to do some body language analysis. Are you ready? <laughs> Obviously, I'm going to do like analysis and breakdowns as soon as the fight starts, you know, identify tactics and trends, what's working, what's not working. Uh, but for now, I'm just going to look at them. Uh, AJ Mickey with longer hair than we're used to, more of a beard than we're used to. Uh, facial hair analysis and hair analysis is very relevant. Um, you can tell, honestly, sometimes you can tell like what kind of lifestyle they've been living, like how, how good of a place are they in? Do they look unhinged? Do they look healthy? Are they putting a lot of effort into their appearance? Um, you know what I mean? Sometimes... Things are on purpose. Sometimes things mean nothing, but it's always a very fun thing to do to uh, make wild claims based on their hair. But I don't see anything of concern or to give confidence based on AJ McKee's hair. But I got my eye on him. <laughs> Patricio Pitbull looks like he always looks. Um, you know, in terms of shape, physical condition, they both look excellent. Um, not too many high-level Bellator fighters that don't look great. It's a reason for that. Uh, <laughs> AJ McKee just got announced, and now they're going to announce Patricio Pitbull. He's got uh, Eric Albarasian uh, in his corner, who coaches Henry Cejudo, uh, Paulo Costa, his brother, Patricky Pitbull, uh, probably some other guys I'm not thinking of right now, but there's his uh, his hit list. Uh, people respect people like you know Juan Archuleta, Manuel Sanchez, Michael Chandler, uh, but I think Strauss and Curran were, were some of his strongest opponents. Obviously, Chandler's a good win as well. Um, funny detail. Uh, the commentators were saying that Patricio Pitbull told them, I'm going to knock AJ McKee out just like I did Michael Chandler. And they said, Oh, yeah, I'm going to knock him out because I also knocked out Michael Chandler. It's going to be just like that. I think he's saying he's going to knock him out in the same way with a cross counter. And I was saying how you know, McKee leaves his arms out there. He's going to have to use his length. Um, I'm sure it's something that, you know, McKee knows about and will have scouted, but 
I'm interested to see how much of a factor that ends up being because uh, that's his most available counter, especially in this matchup. All right, once the fight starts in a few seconds, I will give you an indication of where we are in the round um, by just telling you <laughs> what time is on the clock. And I probably won't keep up with that, but I'll do it in the beginning. <laughs> Here we go. Fight starts. We'll stomp to the side. The clock is at 4.53. As soon as I said that, McKee right, right away looked to use that low-line sidekick. Um, that, that's a good distance management tool uh, that's not easily countered. And kicking uh, with Pitbull has been a decent strategy for some. He's got good counters on that too, but that's a harder, definitely a harder kick to counter. You don't get a line straight inside off that. And you create your actually more distance when you throw it. You, you know, lean back. Now he looks for it again, does McKee. That's good, you know, not not relying on your jab for for distance management with a guy that can counter jabs as well. Um, so he's planning on kicking with him. Uh, like I said, uh, when Pitbull wants to lead and be the one you know, creating the boxing entries, um, he's very hard to deny. Uh, so we'll see how you know Mickey looks on the back foot. If he's going to try to counter punch, he's going to try to reactive level change and take him down. He's going to shoot himself into a guillotine. Um, that's certainly possible. And they're trading kicks here. And Pitbull did a. Uh, catch that last low kick from McKee. So he might be catching on to something, uh, timing or just getting his reactions down. Of course, if you start reaching to catch kicks, that does set up other opportunities to land higher. So we'll see if anything develops based on that, but pretty low volume so far, which I think is smart for McKee for now. Uh, he's going to have to find out what his win condition is. Um, cause I don't think he's just going to strictly win an outfighting, <laughs> you know, short exchange battle like this. And, you know, you want him to leverage his, his advantages physically, you know, his probably his conditioning, uh, to an extent, at least early on his, you know, his pace, um, intensity. Oh, there's a head kick that rocks Pitbull. He rocks him. He drops him. He's got the neck knee to the body and, uh, McKee thought the fight was over. So he backed off. He's got the standing guillotine on Pitbull. Pitbull. I can't tell how deep it is. His hand is dropping. He's out. He's out. Wow. So McKee rocked him with the head kick and caught the neck off the transition um, and finished it. And honestly, not enough happened in that fight where I can say like it was anything due to like Pitbull being declined. I think he just hit him. <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't have that much more to analyze until I see it again. Um, but that's a very, very impressive win. And it's actually not too sad if you're thinking about like the rest of Pitbull's career. I mean, yeah, he got rocked. He took damage. But I mean, he ate one hard strike and that's it. So if he wants to continue his career, I don't think that's going to cause regression, um, which is a decent scenario. If you're, if you're really excited about him, I said on the resume review, I said in the podcast, it, it's not, this is not a huge legacy fight for Pitbull. He already has his legacy. It would just be, you know, even better to continue to add to it. But for now, let's just be happy for AJ McKee. Um, that's a huge win for him. He's undefeated. He's got a win over an all-time great. Um, and yeah, it's a huge win and he didn't really encounter much resistance. And, you know, from the little I saw of his game plan, I liked it. <laughs> it made sense to me. Um, yeah. I want to see the replay to see if there's anything specific going on there. He just caught him circling and, and kicked high. I, I, I did say earlier that, you know, people reaching for the low kicks might've set up a higher level kick. I think Pitbull's protesting that he might not have been out, but the hand did fall and that was suspicious. I think Pitbull doesn't realize he went out. Uh, but he was still on his feet, so he didn't want it to count. But I think that was legitimate. Yeah, let's check it out. 
Let's see if he reaches for the kick. No, he just leans into it. <laughs> he just wasn't expecting it. And you know, it might have just been that that rear hip motion that he thought was the rear hand coming in, and he kind of tried to slip offline. Um, and that's how the kick landed. I mean, someone who uses a lot of head movement as a boxer, you should always be around kicking them, especially the side they tend to uh, gravitate towards. You can punish uh, pretty consistently that way. But yeah, he follows up. I mean, nothing really matters after that because Pitbull's out of it. You know, he gets dropped, tries to get up, stands up into that standing guillotine. Uh, McKee gets the grip and uh, torques, puts his, uh, his head into his ribs there and uses that to close off the choke on the other side. And uh, yeah, I mean, looked good to me. He was out. <laughs> so I'm a little disappointed because, you know, not much fighting happened. But yeah, I mean, maybe they'll fight again someday. I think that's possible. And that was a good game plan from McKee. Uh, I would have liked to see how it developed under duress, but he didn't. He didn't have to see it, and it's not like it's an accident. Um, you know what I mean? He's he's put away a lot of people that early. Um, but yeah, he's a smart fighter. He's got a good sense for things. Uh, he's, his tools are effective. He's well rounded. He's very physically gifted, and uh, yeah, he's hasn't met much resistance yet. <laughs> so pretty cool. I, I know Pitbull will be angling for a rematch. I think he'll have to fight at least one more person. Um, to get that, or they just do it right away, um, which would be interesting as well. And Pitbull's taken losses before, and he's bounced back from losses before. Uh, this is one of his most definitive losses, I would say. Um, I think Strauss is really the only one who beat him more decisively. But yeah, that's awesome. Uh, we'll definitely talk about that in the podcast this week. There's not that much to break down from the fight, but I'll be able to lend my expertise that I gained from this, from this watch. But uh, yeah, I mean... I'm interested. I think it's going to be Mads Brunel versus AJ McKee, which is really cool. Um, and we'll talk about that. And uh, yeah, that's all I have. It's not much of a commentary, but I'm glad the last fight went three rounds so I could get more analysis out of it. But yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing people's reactions. Um, I'm sure there will be a lot of people jokingly, semi-jokingly, maybe it'll be serious talking about like how oh, Pitbull was never good or he's washed or whatever. I don't think you can come to the conclusion that he's washed or anything like that just from this. I mean, he got kicked in the head. Um, it was a, it was a fine setup. It worked. He got rocked with a head kick and he recovered. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I don't think you can really jump to any conclusions here. Um, but yeah, cool. Good for AJ McKee. Uh, I talked about in the podcast. I do have like a personal connection to the McKees and team body shop, uh, through Joey Davis, but we don't need to get into all that. But anyway, yeah, good, good commentaries. Uh, I didn't touch the UFC card. Good decision by me. Um, and yeah, I'll talk to you all uh, later this week for the MMA podcast and soon for Olympic wrestling. Got to talk about that. All right. Bye-bye.